So before we start, I just, I felt like we need to acknowledge, you know, a tragedy happened. I don't want to date the episode from when we edit, but a tragedy happened this week. And if you're British, I think you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. My friend's rat had to be put down. No. A real, it shocks the nation and it came out of nowhere for her and for us. I hear that they're making a bank holiday. Monday, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well. And she needs the time to get over it. Yeah. So I'm going to tell you the story, and you, you can let me know if you think she's insane or not. Okay. So she, I work with her where I work, which I'm not going to say, but it's a retail job. So, yeah, whatever. Um, and she came in, and she was, like, crying, and she's like, Ralph, I need to I need to put my pet down. And I was like, oh, is it a dog? And she's like, no. I was like, is it a cat? And she's like, no. I was like, hamster? <laughs> she's like, no, it's a rat. I was like, okay, yeah, yeah. I guess that's sad. It's like a big hamster. They live like two years, but whatever. Yeah. And then she was like, I was like, oh, that really sucks. I'm sorry to hear that. And I was like, that's about all that conversation requires. Mm-hmm. And then I got home and she was messaging me being like, oh, I just, I don't know if I can work tomorrow. I was like, oh, well, uh, I don't want to cover your shift over a rat, but I guess I will. Aww. If you need me to, she's like, no, no, I'll, I'll um, power through. But like. My whole family's crying and, you know, oh we're, all gonna, we're all going to go to the vet to put her down together. I was oh like, my God, it's like a family dog. It's a rat, though. Yeah. It's, and then she was like, uh, you know, I spent, I just tried so hard and it's just so upsetting. And then for like the last week, I just got messages being like, I don't know how I'm going to handle this. Oh God, really? How can we all do this? <laughs> my mum won't stop crying. I'm like, am I losing my mind it's a rat they live two years at maximum you've had them five months and then like so oh she doesn't have five months oh okay yeah so not fully okay so then that changes things slightly for me then she's like this job's a joke like i just i can't believe they're not letting me have the day off so i can go to get it cremated like my whole family's going and you know we all need to be there together i was like it's so rat. Like, when our rats died, and I had rats growing up, we just buried them in the garden. Yeah. Like, that's, it wasn't, that's there was no, like, <laughs> ritual about it. You don't need to be the, like, it's a dead rat. It's already dead. You don't oh. need to go to the fucking, and then I was like, and then the queen died, and she was like, if they give me the day off, I need it to grieve over my rat. And then she was like, I haven't ate in about four days, Ralph, because I'm just too sad. I was like, oh my God. what is happening? God, Lord forbid, like, something worse happened to her. Like, say, a person in her lifetime. I know. Because how would she survive? And then the funniest that thing. poor girl. She's losing her mind. And then, like, I was working with her in shift and she was making all these mistakes. She's like, I just can't think straight because of what I've been going through. I'm like, oh, my God. I just, what is happening? It sounds like it's easy to go, like, it's just a rat, get over it. It is just a rat, get over it. But then, at the same time, it's obviously really having a mental mental effect on her. So, you know, if she is actually fucking up her work, I'm not doing it on purpose, you know, for, you know, if she's actually... Having a mental effect on her whole family, she said that her dad couldn't be in the room when it was put down because it was too hard for him, and her mum won't stop crying. Okay, this is getting crazy. (laughs) Cuddled up on the couch... That's like what we did after, like, my mum died. Yeah. It's Jesus Christ. Fucking insanity. And then the punchline of the whole thing, she was telling me about her rat. Like, she was telling me fun stories. I was like, yeah, yeah, is that the one that started? She's like, oh, no, I have another two. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
welcome back to Journey into the Strange. I'm Kaz. And I am Ralph. And today we're talking about Satanism. Yes. Hail Satan. Yes, hail Satan, I guess. <laughs> so Satanism is an interesting one for me because growing up, um, I have really funny fond memories of like, um, we, me and a bunch of friends uh, like I had like this little alternative, really geeky, nerdy friendship group, but there was also like a bit of a crossover into like goth stuff in my friendship group when I was like 15, 16, 14, 15, 16. Mm-hmm. And we all went out for like in Basing Soak one day. Mm-hmm. Um, As you do. Not to like say where I live too much, but I moved away or whatever. I don't know. Anyway, we <laughs> went out to a certain city and um, we all, like, and it was like one of the first times we went, went out without our, our parents and we all got the train and it was very exciting. We must have only been about 14. Aww. And it was like, oh, look, like we've got the train and we're here and we're going to go watch a movie and someone's drinking a beer and we're all like, keep busy. He was like two years older and he's like, look how grown up I am. My God. And we're all so hard and cool <laughs> and we're all like growing up. And then like we went into the bookstore and like about three of my friends, not me, um, came away with like the say. Book by Andrew and what's his name? Levey, whatever it is. Anton Anton Levey. Yeah, yeah. And like it was like formative for them. Like those three people became obsessed with Satanism. So really? I read it back when I was probably about 15. Oh right. Um, because like those people are like, I'm a Satanist, I really like I'm into all of this. The magic stuff's a little weird, but like if you just ignore that, then like I really like this. I hate Christianity. Um but the thing that always made me laugh is we went to a youth group at the time, which was in a church. <laughs> so, like, they would be coming around, like, talking about all these Satanist things. And they're like, oh, man, fuck Christianity. I was like, you're in a youth group. <laughs> in like, a church. <laughs> and, like, before, like, we could do the whole youth, like, hanging out thing, we had to, like, sit and listen to, like, half an hour worth of, like, Christian stories. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, yeah, I'm trying to take it apart from the inside. So they'd, like, go around and take, like, in what are those, like, pillows in a church? Like, the... The pews? No, the pews are what you sit on. Yeah, the but there's like... Yeah, I know, the little pillows that were on the pews. And they all have like little sewing things into them, like all pictures. Oh, A yes. lot of them in our church was like just the cross sewn into them, so they come around and start turning it upside down. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, I'm Oh my God, up, what rebels. <laughs> taking it apart from the inside. And I was like, but the guy, Mike, who um, led the youth group, was really nice and cool. And I was like, but he's such a nice guy. Like, you're <laughs> yes. just being... Don't disappoint him. Yeah, you're just being mean to him for no reason. And that was, and then I read the Satanistic Bible and I was like, hmm, I don't think I'm really into this. What What made you not into it? Mostly the destroying your enemies part I thought was incredibly silly and still do. Yeah, it seems like, um, well, we'll get into all of that because, um, but it seems a bit vindictive. Yes. And I, and I also thought like, I really wouldn't, and I, reading it again, I may have changed my views on what it's really going for um, this time, but we'll talk about that as we get going. Mm-hmm. But at the time, I was like, I really think it's lame to have a religion that's reactive to another religion. It's mm. like hanging out, like, it's like, say you, like, saw this, like, three-story mansion, and then you hang out in the shadow of it, and you're like, this is the same. This is the same importance. <laughs> like, I also have a three-story mansion, because I'm in the shadow of this one. I'm reacting to this one. And it was like, the if I was to like it's like a, I'm gonna make my own club with blackjack and hookers but it, everything about it will be a reaction to this other club like yeah. it's not a thing that can stand on its own it's the same it's a different side of the same coin 
Yeah. But it's one that's meant to like make fun of a coin. Essentially, I was like, if I want a religion, I wouldn't want it to be like a weird Al Yankovic song. <laughs> and that was my initial take on Satanism. It's, Satanism. It's changed slightly, but not that much on okay. rereading. I was going to ask, so like, yeah, how, how has it developed? But I, I didn't know a lot about <laughs> Satanism to start with. I knew that it was a, a, more of a political movement, I guess. Um, I didn't know so much about the Levian, um version of it, flavor of Satanism. Um, but yeah, for the most part, I think when you say Satanism, most people assume devil worshippers and people who drink blood and perform rituals and have orgies and things like that. A lot of the book is being like, we're not that fun. <laughs> Like, it'd be cool if we did all these... Well, I mean, I guess it wouldn't be cool, but it would kind of be cool. It's like, no, no, we're not that cool. <laughs> so, yeah, that's kind of what I assumed they were to start with. Um, but yeah, I also knew it was sort of like a political movement as well, as in, like, you have to be fair to all religions. You can't just say, Christians get this, and, you know, all of the other religions don't get the same... Um, leeway so I, I do remember something in the past of like and it must have been related to the temple of Satan which I've also done some research into as part of this um, where children were allowed to uh, give prayer in assembly um, but then obviously that didn't come with a religion that's just prayer to whatever um, religion that you're a part of so then satanism was like well we want our children to be able to read satanistic um values at assembly and then obviously the whole world kicks off and it kind of highlights the hypocrisy if you're allowing one religion to do something you can't stop another religion from doing something even if it is directly opposed to yours that's the whole point of freedom of speech um there's a whole lot of that that's brought up in this part as, you know, part of this research and a part of Satanism in general. So it's quite interesting, I think, from a political stance, from that sort of way. I, yeah, I agree. I think, when was the first, the first, the um, Satanistic Bible by Andrew LeVay was written in the 60s, wasn't it? Yeah, 1966. Yeah, you can definitely tell it's of a time where it's like, these are fundamentally new, like, these are revolutionary ideas of like, Christians on its way, Christianity's on its way out, and like here's a religion that like says we're humans and we should be okay with being humans, and like um, has a lot of criticisms of Christianity. But I'd say sixty years into the future, it's like I feel like this whole thing's a little outdated in the UK, in the specific part of the world I live in. Yeah, where like I think like. Uh, 80% of the UK's atheist is like, yeah. Is that true? I think so. I don't know. No, it can't. I feel like there's more religion than that. A lot of the UK is atheist. I swear I read a thing where it's like 80%. Maybe not 80%. Really? Maybe it was eight. Eight? That's a, that's a very different number. Um, <laughs> I feel like you should fact check, check yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. I actually, I'm actually very interested. So to clarify that, it was 50% of the UK are not Christians. Um... And 40% are atheists. Really? So only 10% accounts for all other religions? I feel like that's that's so small. And then I think 50% are still Christian, maybe? So 50% like, Christian, 10% everything else. Yeah. And 40% atheists. That, that, I guess, makes more sense in my head 
That that's a crazy amount of Christians. That's yeah, that can't be right. I do not meet that many. Maybe it's just like there a, are a lot general, of churches. I guess, and like maybe it's not. Uh, I go to church or I practice. It's just like if a form comes, like there's people who were raised like Catholic or Protestant. Mm. They're just like, yeah, I'm Christian. Don't do anything about it. I know a lot of my friends. Well, actually, not a lot, but I know some of my friends who do identify themselves as Christian, but don't actually practice or go to church mm. or have ever done that as part of their entire lives, even as children. So, um, that's so weird to me. That's like me saying I identify as a football fan. I've never watched it. <laughs> and I don't know anything about it, and I'm not going to do anything about it. But I do identify as it. But then we all do Christmas, you know. And we all have the whole Christmas tree, and it's raised by Christmas. my family. Yeah, well, maybe not you, but. <laughs> Hey Christmas. <laughs> Last year but, I had a cold turkey that I bought from Sainsbury's the day before. Aww. And it wasn't even like an actual turkey. It was turkey bites that I poured out onto a plate and then made some scrambled egg and put it on top of the turkey bites. Your Christmas makes me feel so sad. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't seem to mind, so... No, because like, yeah, I get the house to myself for an entire day. The best Christmas I ever had was I got a Nintendo Switch and I was like really nervous it wasn't going to come before Christmas because I had the house to myself for like the three days around Christmas. And it was like getting to like Christmas Eve. I was like, oh, if it doesn't come today, it's not going to come. And then I was like looking at Amazon and it's like delivered, but I don't have a Nintendo Switch. And then I was like, oh man, what's going on? And then I was like walking my dog and I went down the, like at least five, six houses down the road. And I saw this parcel that had Amazon on it. And it was like, that looks so much like it would be a Nintendo Switch. So I was like, just going to casually stroll up their thing. I looked at it, it said, like, Ralph Lee. I was like, this is mine. And I was, like, looking around, and I was like, that goes under the shoulder. And the guy came out, and he's like, what the fuck are you doing? I was like, it's mine. Mine. Look, it says my name. Yeah, yeah. This I, is my I'm name right guy. here. It's not you. I'm not stealing from you. And he kind of, like, looked me up and down. I was like, really not. <laughs> and then, then I had the Christmas to myself, and I spent the entire day, I got up at 6 a.m., and I spent all day, and I got a takeaway pizza from... Milano's, which isn't great. It's really salty, but it's fine. And then I spent like all day playing Super Mario Odyssey. And I got to the end of the game. Like I didn't complete it all. I didn't get all the stars, but I did get to like the end of the like story missions. Mm. Oh, that was such a good Christmas. Oh, I love Christmas. And you say you don't believe in manifestation. You just, there it is. You got a switch. Yeah, but I wasn't thinking positively about it. I was like, oh no, it's not going to come. I really wanted it. Now my Christmas is ruined. I hate my life. Come on, Spy, I have to go take you for a fucking walk. I'm not in the mood. Anti, anti-manifestation. Yeah. The universe is like, no, your negativity is too much for me. I will prove you wrong. Here, have your fucking Nintendo Switch. Yeah. That... <laughs> Anywho. It. Yes, but yeah, I guess there are a lot of like Christian traditions that are we innately follow because it's part of our culture, I guess, as well. My dad always used to give me a tenner on Easter instead of bought me chocolates. And oh, I was yeah. so much happier with that. I was like, why would I... We have chocolate in the cupboard. That's true. Why do I want eggs made of it? Like, I can just get the chocolate out the cupboard. Just give me the tenner. I can buy myself a wrestling DVD. You're a very practical man, Ralph. You've always been. <laughs> yeah. Uh, apart from spending all my money on wrestling DVDs. <laughs> um, so... I think we originally said that there were three sects of Satanism. So the ones that I looked into are I think obviously there's probably more, but like three probably. famous ones. I mean, I only managed to account for two. So I was wondering if you could tell me what the other one was, because to my knowledge, there are three different sects of Satanism. 
Um, the one that we looked into, LeVay, um, Anton LeVay, his um, church of Satan. And also the Temple of Satan, which is, I guess, more of a modernized version um, using some of the same principles that the Levian not seem to like the temp- the Church of Satan, which hmm? make- it doesn't seem to like the Church of Satan. No, which makes it confusing. I love how one of the things is like, oh, Christianity is so dumb; they can't even get re- like they can't even agree on what religion. Protestant, Christ, Catholic, so stupid, and then they've got like two different forms of Satanism. Like, no, <laughs> yeah. they're both stupid. <laughs> oh, that's so true. And then, so what was the third one? Because I didn't really come across that. Yeah, to be honest, I don't know. It's just like the Temple of Set, which I know is like. One, that is a thing. Okay. That I didn't know. So neither of us really encountered no, that. No, because I thought we could do like an episode on this one and then Temple of Satan and then the other one, which you don't seem down for. But at the moment I was like, oh, just figuring, you know. We could do. We could do. It's um, We'll run out of episode ideas eventually. Oh, we've got so many. I've made a list. Did you see my list? I'm showing you my list. It is a lot, but it we'll is. get there. I know, I know. We'll, we'll, I've, I've got some reading material in there as well. Anyway. Some of my notes say, sort of, what is the point of Satanism? And then in one sentence, I've put, to force people to evaluate their notions of the United States being a Christian nation. Uh, this was from the Temple of Satan, actually. Um, and this is from the founder, uh, Lucian Greaves. We're supposed he to be a nation. such a Satanistic name. Lucian. I know. Well, it's, it's a pseudonym. So. I was going to say, that can't be real. It's so disappointing when you find out. I not. know. And you're like, damn it, that's not your real name. Um, we're supposed to be a nation that doesn't allow the government to dictate what is appropriate religion, religious expression. Um, so I thought that was a, a nice little piece to sort of start it off with because this is very much the argument between um, church versus state. And how government shouldn't be able to dictate how religion express how we express religion and how um how deeply it runs into the government i've uh, I actually should read read sources shouldn't I because we haven't done that yet see also that's way more interesting and relevant to do an episode on than our stupid church of Satan week <laughs> I feel like I maybe did more research on that side, so we might have a good duality going on here. But um, anyway, so the, I kicked off research with last podcast on the left, a very early episode, um, episode 39, Hell Satan. I've never listened to that one. No, I did just... That's like, well, like you can't even get their first 36 on there. I think it starts on like 36. Oh, really? So oh, I just like... got the cutoff point then. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I don't remember really a lot about that episode because I did it so long ago now, but it basically sort of went over the key ideas of Satanism. And I sort of built on that with uh, Stuff You Should Know podcast, How Satanism Works. I really like those guys. They got a whole bunch of different like topics. They got thousands of topics at the moment. I don't know how they fit it all in their brains. It's crazy. But listen to them. Yeah, they're good. Um, a modern satanic Bible by Damien Baal. And uh, that was an interesting one. That was, again, another sort of spin on um, Levian's, um Church of Satan. Um, Hail Satan, a documentary on the Satanic Temple by Perry Lane. I highly recommend that documentary. It was very entertaining and it was very insightful as well. There's lots of different political movements that the Temple of Satan 
um, does and are involved with these different projects. And it's very tongue in cheek. And uh, yeah, it's actually really worth watching. Get it on Amazon Prime. And uh, then also the church of Satan.com. So those are all my sources. I read the Satanic Bible by Andon Levey. And that was about it. And a Wikipedia page on the man. So. Oh yeah, oh yeah. There was some Wikipedia as well scattered in there. Just yeah. To, I find Wikipedia is really good at summing summing stuff up in a concise way. That and it's like, who cares if the information's wrong? It's concise. So <laughs> no, I like to like find out about it and then go to Wikipedia and it's like, oh, they they've said all my research, but they've put it in a much better way than I could ever like sum it up in. <laughs> yes. Obviously, not reading just off Wikipedia for this. But um, but it is. No, helpful. I read the entire Satanic Bible, apart from the end bit, which started talking about Enochian keys. Oh Jesus! And I was like, I am lost, so I'm going to stop here. So take us through the Satanic Bible and what what it says and what it stands for. And you also said about the magic because I didn't really come across any magic. Yeah, because you didn't look into Anton Levey enough. Yeah, so, I don't think I did. It's interesting. It served three purposes. Number one. I think it was to argue a similar thing that you said about the Satanic Temple as that he was trying to put forward the idea that America was no longer a Christian nation because a lot of the way Christianity is moving was becoming hypocritical from the actual ideals of Christianity and what it was moving towards was what Satanism is, which is almost not a self... I mean, he says it over and over again. It's a selfish religion. It's a carnal religion. I live for yourself, do what you want don't hurt anyone doing it. So, because like, uh, it's a lot about like freedom. So what your freedom shouldn't impugn other people's freedom. But as long as you live for yourself and live selfishly, then you'll probably be happy as long as it doesn't hurt other people because that, you know, crosses over into their freedom Mm. and stuff. And then number two, he was like, um, which we don't know that much about, but it was kind of like a, the way I took it was, it was a very early adopter of chaos magic Um, being like, um, trying to argue that a lot of it was ranting against white and black magic and being like, if you actually knew anything about Gnostic principles, they're both the same. Um, there is no good or bad magic. It's just, you know, what you do with it. And Mm -hmm. like, you can't be a bad person if you do this certain type of magic. And the idea that like, which it like that again, this is a six, this is written in the sixties and it was like, Oh, there's lots of white witches around, but they're just um, still afraid of being, like, they're trying to be counterculture, but they're afraid of actually being counterculture. So they're just still being stuck to Christian values, even though they're trying to get away from them. And what we do is just completely get away from them. Right, okay. Um, And I think a lot of it was trying to be like, hey, you know, anyone can do magic. Like, it's a thing. And um, even though I think Christianity, dogma, and... um, uh, ritual is stupid. Ritual and dogma has a place in a religion, so long as it doesn't is isn't hypocritical in the same way that a Christian one is. Mm. So I think a lot of it was trying to like backdoor people into getting into magic through Satanism, right? And the third point I think it really was into was justifying masturbation because there was like a good ten pages in that way. He's like, look, guys. Just wank as much as you want. Like, don't feel guilty. All the shame about it is just stupid. Like, just just wank, please. You know, I do it. It's fine. <laughs> like, we just all need to do it, okay? Like, people have urges. 
Like, I'm not ashamed of it, so I'm just going to keep writing 10 pages. But I'm not <laughs> ashamed. Go on and on about it. Like, just please, 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 just, if everyone does it, I, I don't need to be, I'm not ashamed, though. But, you know, if everyone does, I don't need to, I'm not ashamed, though, no one does. Yeah. <laughs> it does, um, it's definitely one of those religions, and it is, a, it is definitely a religion, on, basically focused on, yeah, doing what makes you feel good, and doing what is right for you, and... Not, not trying to repress anything because I the whole idea with like Christianity is it like it shuns that point. It says like you may not masturbate. It is evil. It is sin, and it is like repressing that kind of part of you know yourself and enjoyment. And then the whole point of Satanism is like, nah, we like you to do those sort of things. Go ahead and do them. And I think for the time. It had a lot of really good... It had some points that I agreed with. Like, yeah, I mean, I I feel like the idea that you're going to not have any joy in this life to have joy in an afterlife that may or may not exist is so... Never mind. I mean, I just don't understand it. Like, if I was a person out in the 60s, I'd be like, man, yeah. Like, if I was raised in a... If I... I can see if I was raised in a very heavily religious family... And then I like someone dropped the Satanist Bible into my pocket. I'd be like, this is making some good points. Why can't I rank? <laughs> like, I mean, there must be something to it. Everyone talks about it all the time. And like, why am I doing this? Like to like have some reward in the afterlife. Like why? And a lot of it is like, why feel ashamed that we're not gods ourselves? Why can't we just be okay with being human and our urges are rubbish and we're kind of all a bit shit. So <laughs> like, that's what we are. Just embrace it as long as you're not hurting other people. It very much is embrace who you are, embrace your individualism, embrace your uniqueness and stop being part of the herd and go your own way and make your own path. And even then I'd argue it's sort of not that it's saying you're not that special. Like, if you like, you're not, if you deny yourself all these things and like try and act like you're holier than thou and try and like act like you're the special person, then you're going to lead yourself to misery. Because mm. at the end of the day, all humans really want to do is eat, fuck, and have Sleep. fun. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, why don't you do that? Like, you'll probably be happier for it. Although, one bit really made me laugh where it's like, you can overeat as much as you want because you're like, you need to indulge in all the seven sins. The seven sins are good for you. So overeat as much as you want. And when you get really fat, the pride will make you lose the weight. So I'm like, ha, no. <laughs> I guess I don't have as much pride as you thought, Mr. LeVay. <laughs> Joke's on you. <laughs> yeah. Stupid old Bible. <laughs> I guess that could lead us on to the nine satanic sins here that I have nicely written down. Um, should I read them out for us? Yes. So number one is stupidity. Number two is pretentiousness. So, so far on board. Free solipsism. Am I saying that right? I don't know. I don't know what it means. So Solipsism. Uh, four, self-deceit. Five, herd confirm- conformity. Six, lack of perspective. Seven, forgetfulness of past orthodoxies. Eight, counterproductive pride. And nine, lack of aesthetics. Which I love at the end. <laughs> you look good to be a Satanist. <laughs> Literally. We're the cool religion. They all have a little piece underneath them, um, just to sort of give it a little bit of a flavour, I guess. But we don't necessarily have to dig into each one. 
But um, I like the sort of focus on the seven deadly sins as well, because the whole point of them is saying, oh, but they are sins. Yeah. You should do them because they are the things that we are prescribed not to do as part of other religions. So it's like, nah, do those. But these are our other sins. Don't do those. And he kind of has a point. I never really got why any of the seven sins were that bad. Like, why is it bad to have pride in yourself? Like, mm. surely that's essential to live in the world. Why is it? I mean, I get why gluttony is bad, but whose business is it? If you want to get fat, get fat. Like, you know, uh, laziness. I mean, that sounds nice. You're in a but then you need to relax. You need yeah. to not be working all the time. Otherwise you'll just die. Yeah. I mean, the one thing I liked about the satanic Bible is it was just, it was just like, just have a good time. Mm. Like you only yeah. live once. Who gives a shit? It was just nice really. Yeah. Because it kind of, it's kind of freeing. But at the same time, it kind of adds a bit of gravitas, I guess, that you're part of something, you're part of a community, and you're, and you're I guess, working towards something. Was LeVay particularly um, political? I have no idea. Oh, okay. Sorry. No worries. <laughs> yeah. I guess it's hard to tell if you've just read the book, like his book, The Satanic I did Bible. want to read more about him, but then I thought it'd be more interesting if I was approaching this as, like, someone who... Like if I like was like someone was like someone was like, hey, Satanism, that's the cool thing. Like, does this book make you want to be one? And again, it's very much in the sixties. Like, I imagine if I was like a counterculture person in the sixties who hated like Christianity, like that would have been like a revelation of like you can have a good time. Mm. But now where you're grown, like growing up, is Christianity was nothing in my life, and I don't think it is that much in a lot of people's. Yeah. Like, our generation is one, you know, where it's kind of slipping away. Mm. For a lot of people, some people not so much, which... I think it's it's difficult to get a perspective on it because, yeah, for me and you and I, yeah. obviously, we do feel that way. I don't know, you know, apart from, say, grandparents and stuff, I don't really know anyone who is actually actively religious and actively practicing. No, me neither. And, uh, and that goes for any religion, not just Christianity. I don't really know a lot of Christ like... Christians or religious people in general. I know a Buddhist. Oh, that's cool. But he um, says he doesn't like to talk about it. Oh, okay. So. so I guess it's difficult to sort of understand the how much he practices. I yeah. Guess. But um, but yeah, it, it's I guess it's difficult because you might come from another part of the UK or another part of the world where it's like really, really ingrained and like everyone's Christian. And yeah. I, I think it's very difficult. It, we come from a specific part, I guess, of britain and that's what our view of the world is but i think if we were to go slightly outside of that it would probably change yeah it's like living in fleet you're like there's no labor supporters at all <laughs> in the entire world but you're like well someone's gonna be voting for them they have some seats exactly less and less though you need to go north for yeah north <laughs> um but yes it's hard for me as someone who is raised so unchristian like so unchristian. Um, I mean, not, it's not to say like unchristian because, or not, at least not anti-Christian. No. Or I mean, unreligious at all. It's just the fact that, yeah, religion doesn't really, and hasn't for me either, played a major part of my life. So when you got this whole Bible being like, it's okay not to be Christian, I'm like, cool. Yep. <laughs> I'm way ahead of you, mate. I do remember having a slight existential crisis when I was like, I don't know, can't remember what year I would have been. I was lit in little school, I think. Or maybe year three. Oh, I went to a Catholic primary school. Yeah, I mean, I, don't, I didn't go to a Catholic primary school, but I think every 
primary school has to have like prayer and assembly. Disgusting. I don't think it. Maybe that's changed. I'm Let's not sure. So. Yeah, but because I, you know, you used to have to sing all the songs and stuff, and and that I definitely didn't go to like a religious school. That was just how it was done. So. <laughs> One time they noticed I wasn't singing uh, when we had to do him. And there was like, this is like a big assembly of like 326 people in my primary school. Wow. And like, I was such a shy kid. And like, but I just like, you know, you just don't sing. You just kind of mouth along. Yeah, mouth along. Anyway, they made me stand up in front of the entire school and they're like, sing on your own. Oh my God. And I was just like kind of looking around. I was like, I can't do this. Uh, Even at that time, I had like crippling anxiety. So like, I just was like, I nodded, and then I just remember, like, running out the door. <laughs> and I mean, that's an appropriate response to the situation. I, like, it? hid in the boys' toilets, and I had this rule that I'd never quite in school, because, like, I saw so many, like, young boys, like, my age just burst into tears, and I thought it was pathetic. Aww. Yeah, such a, like, toxic little masculinity guy. <laughs> Like, I won't cry, but I, like, hid in the toilet. It's like, no way am I coming out till the end of the day. Yeah. And then, like, the teachers came in, and then they had to, like, apologize to me, and then they had to get my parents. Oh, well, like, that's good. That's I still had, like, that. the door locked. I was like, I'm not coming out. I'm not singing. And then, like, the assembly was over, like, an hour ago. <laughs> Classes are going on. I was like, I don't care. You've scarred You're gonna me. Make now me you have s- to deal with the consequences. <laughs> and now I can never do karaoke. Ah, uh, I mean, you're not missing out, i got to say. You still have to listen to it, though, if other people are doing it. So, yeah, I guess you don't really That is win. the true hell. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Back to my crisis. I, I remember because I used to be really into dinosaurs. I was like the I was like I had little boy hobbies instead of little girl hobbies. Like, everyone was obsessed with like Barbies and like dolls and stuff. And I was like, dinosaurs. Um, but yeah, I remember like going to my mum. I was kind of like. Did God make the dinosaurs before or after the <laughs> Noah's boat? And I was like, well, why aren't there any dinosaurs on Noah's boat? And then I, 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 and then I was, I think I came to my own conclusion. And I was like, the dinosaurs must have died before the boat. And then I just, <laughs> I was kind of like, well, but I think that's because, yeah, we had so many stories of like, you know, passages read to us and like hymns and Bible verses read to us at the beginning of school. But they were teaching us all about you know, dinosaurs and prehistoric stuff. So it's kind of like, how does this all like link in? <laughs> I remember being very confused, is all. My conclusion was always that the dinosaurs were made by the devil and that's why they looked so scary. <laughs> and like, so dinosaurs are Satanists. When you go to hell, like it's not demons because dinosaurs were actually demons and you like get chased by a T-Rex. You mean hell is, it, it's just got loads of dinosaurs inside it? That was my initial conclusion, but it's weird because, like, the first thing I was ever taught about dinosaurs is they were before humanity. Um, because, like, I remember watching the Flintstones came at Flintstones one time, oh, and my yeah. mom came and she was like, "You know that never happened. Like, humans didn't exist at the same time as dinosaurs. It's a fucking stupid cartoon." <laughs> and I was like, "I'll just turn to Power Rangers." Wow. Then. <laughs> um, no, the Power Rangers are stupid too. They didn't exist either. <laughs> oh God, my mum's so literal. Uh, this has nothing to do with anything, but I was trying to like, I just finished this book on Norse mythology mm. and I was talking about how Odin sacrificed himself on the, like he hung himself for like a bit on the world tree so he mm. could gain knowledge, which and I thought was. Crow so- ate his eye out. No, that was a different thing. I think. Oh, was it? Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, so like he hung himself on the world tree to gain knowledge. And then another time he cut out his eye and dropped it into a pool. So oh, he could okay. Get- Sorry. 
I got those two confused. I might be wrong. I don't know. I only read the book. I don't have any memory. Anywho, I was telling my mum, I was like, oh, it's so cool. Like, I love the idea of a god that actually goes traveling to try and find knowledge. Like, you don't hear that about gods. Like, it's like they're omnipotent. But Odin, like, put on his cloak and his hat and he was like, I'm going to travel to try and become yeah. more intelligent. And I was That's so into cool. that. And then she's like, you know, you'd have terrible PTSD. I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> she's like, oh, if he, like, actually hung on a tree for three days, he'd just be like a crippled mess. I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, yeah, she, he'd have terrible PTSD. It's not realistic. I was like, it's a fucking myth. Like, it's a religion. Like, what do you mean? Of course it's not realistic. It's not meant to be. That's really funny. He's meant to be a god. If he wasn't, like... Gods, yeah. Gods don't have PTSD. That's why they're gods. They're special. They're better than us. Like, I don't understand what your point is. I was like, I don't, I, don't, I don't know how anyone followed that myth. It's just not realistic. So I was like... Wow. So what God would you follow? Just someone being going around me like, oh, yeah, I sacrifice. I have tremendous anxiety now. Can't leave the house. <laughs> so just like a normal dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so weird. She's so literal. <laughs> so I guess we could also touch on the satanic panic. Yes. Because that's kind of needs to be said if we are talking about Satanism. So the Satanic Panic is uh, the hysteria that happened in the 80s and 90s and it spread through the USA and the UK. And it basically featured rumours that Satanists were abusing uh, children sexually and murdering and torturing as part of Satanistic rituals. And... um, I think, did you listen to a podcast on it? I think I sent you one a while ago. It was very interesting. Probably. I've listened to like loads of podcasts on the satanic panic. Oh, right. Yeah. I it's find an interesting it, subject. So. I find it's like such good rage material for me. Like if I'm ever in a really bad mood and I'm just like, I just want to be angry. <laughs> then I like find something about the satanic panic and I just sit there getting like angrier and angrier. And then I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? It's- I'm literally about ready to have a heart attack. <laughs> Yeah, it is very, like, anger, um, you know, inducing because basically there was no cooperative evidence at all that any of this abuse, some of it that even happened because most of it was cursed stories from children, from police that, in fairness, were trying to do their job correctly but just ended up kind of feeding the stories back to the children and then the children would then repeat the stories because then they were they were rewarded for giving those stories, basically, which then fueled the hysteria even more and gave sort of thought that these were actual groups going around sat- doing horrible things. Satanic Bible isn't even that long. No. <laughs> it's like 200 pages. If anyone, any police officer for a second sat down and read it, it would be like, we do not, like, there's so many times underlined where he was like, do not hurt other people mm. that or animals. If you hurt other people or animals, that is impinging on their freedom, and that is the exact opposite of what Satanists believe. There's an entire chapter where it's like, people think we do black masses. We don't. Black masses are stupid. Um, I mean, they sound cool, and I do like Black Sabbath. He didn't say that bit. But, like, <laughs> he was like, if we were to, like, actually, like, do a... The whole idea of a Black Sabbath is to mock God. So if you were actually to do a Black Sabbath, like, it wouldn't be getting a virgin and cutting a breast off or whatever. Like, that's not mocking God. What we'd actually do these days, if it's, the, like, the 60s, he was like, we'd just make, we'd just 
do a play about how drug people are stupid and hippies are annoying. Like, that's what a black mass is in the 60s. It's like, it's counterculture and it's kind of like saying, like, it's inverting what people believe, but also it's not about hurting people. It's almost a parody. Like, all of Satan, all of the Levian Satanism, again, and I can't, I said this before, it's a weird Al Yankovic song. <laughs> and like, you're fucking stringing people up and ruining people's lives over a parody, over something that's almost meant to be funny. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's, it's be and like all oh, anyone in any level of power who was making these rules or deciding like oh Satanists are the scariest thing, all they had to read was a two hundred page basically pamphlet about like just where it was like just please wank. <laughs> like, that was the main impetus of the book. Wank and do curses to destroy your enemies if they're mean to you. It's kind of like, crazy that it yeah because this whole thing stemmed and yeah so many people were put to. Prison, uh, you know, many people, you know, were basically labeled as pedophiles and were just never able to recover from that. It's it's a horrible. I mean, I know you said you listened to a lot of podcasts on it, and I've listened to. I think it was the Uncover series on the Satanic Panic, which is again very much worth listening to. It's a it's a ride, um, but it's uh, it's kind of crazy because obviously a lot of these things, the abuse was happening to some individuals, to some children, but actually it was generally the Christ- Christian church and the priests that were the ones committing the atrocities. And they were ironically hiding it with the idea that Satanists were the ones committing these crimes. When, yeah, like you rightly said, the, the whole impetus of Satanism is to not hurt other people, especially not like children or, you know... Definitely not anyone. Unless they're mean children. to you, and then you should destroy them, which is something that <laughs> Yeah, is, exactly. <laughs> Apart from that side of things. We read it over and over. To the point it gets a little bit weird. <laughs> but I'll talk about that in a little bit. But have you ever seen the South Park episode where, like, there's a really good priest and he's like, no, we don't touch kids or anything. Like, that would be <laughs> disgusting. And then it turns out, like, every other priest does touch kids. And he's like... It gets to a point where, like, they've lost... He goes to, like, a meeting with, like, priests and it just turns out these, like, cosmic spiders from hell are, like, <laughs> leading the church. And he's like, what the fuck is that? Why? And they were like, well, you know, it's this Catholic church. This is what we do now. And he's like, no, this is not Christianity. And then the spider's just there looking embarrassed. I, love I don't it. like South Park that much, but that episode really got me. It was just the embarrassed spiders, like, from, like, space... I, I definitely haven't seen that one, but in true South Park style, it goes completely off the rails very quickly. <laughs> but I kind of feel like it's the same, almost the same thing of like people, like, and I think the point of it was that, like, the Catholic guy, church guy, he was like, no one else in that room even had any idea of what Catholicism was. Mm-hmm. And it just became an excuse to touch kids because that's what it became, it stood to to them. And I feel like that is. Um, maybe like lambasting religion now, which I don't mean to do because if someone's a Catholic, you know. But I feel like with a, I feel like it's a label, isn't it? It's yeah. a, it's a it's an easy way of labeling someone and putting them in a box based on the thing that they believe in, even though that thing that they believe in is not heavily understood or widely researched. Yeah, and yeah, the idea that people were sent to jail over fucking Satanism, where it, it's it's again just like. Um, and have you seen a picture of him? He's so nerdy. Like, all this stuff that's With so... black eyeliner. Yeah. It's like, oh, he's so extra. And I don't... I mean, I don't like using a kid's term, but you know what I mean? Like, he's just... He's got the bald head and the silly mustache, and it's like, this is just... 
it's all so silly. And I understand, like, I don't mean to make fun. And like, if someone's a genuine, like, read that Synternic Bible and was like, this really speaks to me, then fine. Like, good for you. Like, I can understand, I can understand reading something that's like, hey, it's okay to be human, would actually be super meaningful and actually really empower, empowering. And I, um, like, so I'm not making fun. No, no, it, it's just, I mean, he is extra. Yeah. He has got like, you know, and he has the pointy eyebrows and yeah. like the, the mean face. And yeah, no, it's, um, but then that's, that's kind of part of it, isn't it? It's the theatrics of it all. It's it's being dramatic and it's expressing yourself in that dramatic way because he wanted to be like fucking metal and, yeah. <laughs> and he was. <laughs> and I mean, I love, like, I mean, I guess this is why like, growing up as friends with Satanists and stuff is I love heavy metal and I love and like if I had any confidence I'd dressed in a silly heavy metal way <laughs> uh, because it is extra and it is silly and it is fun and it's kind of like it's tongue-in-cheek but yeah. also like it is a lifestyle choice but it's, it's expressionism yeah and I guess I liked that about Satanism and I, I, I kind of took that away from reading it again yeah um yeah I feel like it's got it's everything I've read about it has you know, whatever sect that you're looking at it. Okay, some of the Levian stuff is a little bit, you know, on the nose. But otherwise, I feel that there's a lot of, so many good points to Satanism. Like, everyone seems like they've got a really logical head on and everyone's just kind of doing it and trying to be the best person that they can be and not to hurt anyone, but also express themselves wildly in the way that makes them feel good about living. Yeah, And I feel that... Some like some of the really good stuff that the Temple of um, Satan have been doing. I've written a few of them down. So the Sober Faction, which is a recovering program for addicts. Awesome. Um, the Grey Faction, exposing the lies and malpractice surrounding the Satanic Panic. Prayers in School, that's one I mentioned about children being able to express their prayer for, um, you know, no matter what religion you are part of. Um, after school Satan featuring the Satan's children big book of activities <laughs> that they had printed and um, were distributing to like these people and uh, families at schools um, too much opposition obviously um, they did have a black mass that was at meant to be hosted at Harvard University campus, but then they were forced to relocate to a Chinese restaurant <laughs> when uh, they were basically like chased away by Roman Catholics. Um, planned parenthood counter-protests and um, the... Uh, beh- 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 How do you say that? Beh- Bamfet. The Bamfet. I don't know. Bafomet. 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 That's yeah. it. I can never say it. If, if someone says it, then I'm like, I get how to say it, but then I immediately forget how to say it. And then the Baphomet statue, um, and that was in counter to the Ten Commandments statue that was raised in the state capitals of Oklahoma and Arkansas. So they've got a whole bunch of like political stuff going on, and some of it's like really good work. But mm. then I feel that most of the people who are in opposition to it just hear Satan and go, they're evil, they're here. And some of the people in the documentary were literally saying they're here to spread death and destruction. And I was like, you haven't read any of the yeah. like manifestos because they basically just want everyone to be like happy and express express their views you- and be nice to each other. <laughs> it's just such a Those that, monsters. It's such a misunderstanding of something based on the name, which I think is kind of you know, they it's obviously contrary, isn't it? They want if they were just some some random religion would anyone actually care? Like, would they face the same opposition? 
Probably not. But they but also wouldn't be famous. It's the whole Marilyn exactly. Manson thing. Like, if he was just a fucking normal metal person, like, his work probably wouldn't have been good enough to get through to people, but because he dressed like a... Um, <laughs> and, you know, wandered about and had black hair and looked, like, insane... Then people were like, oh, yeah, Marilyn Manson. I mean, I, I loved Marilyn Manson growing up. Too bad he actually wasn't a terrible human being. Mm. I always thought it was an act. Anyway, <laughs> um, I was like, oh, yeah, he's really clever. He's a really clever marketing person. Like, he's not actually as bad as he... Uh, what's that? Oh, it's come out that he was telling people he has a rape room. That's that's mm. no good. Anywho, stupid Marilyn Manson. Yeah. But... But yeah, I the, I guess the image is kind of what they're going for. Yeah, it's shock rock. It's like Alice, yeah. Co- Alice Cooper would be yeah. a better analogy. It's like, Alice Cooper is very talented. I like some of his music. It's not amazing, but he's very famous because he dressed like Alice Cooper. And the reason he's very famous is because he looks like Alice Cooper. Yeah, exactly. And he has, and he has some genuinely decent music to back up the look, which is kind of what Satanism is. It's like... Hey, Satan, now that I've got your attention, here's some points. Yeah, here's a nice pamphlet on why we're good to one another, (laughs) which is kind of um, ironically, I guess, what Christianity should be really at its core about everyone doing good and, um, you know, working together in a community and helping one another out and do no evil and do unto one another how you would do unto yourself and all of that. And Yeah, but the problem, I I, I find it so hard not to like go down a road of like, bashing Christianity, which I really don't want to do. Mm. Because I don't know if you'll ever get any Christian listeners on this, but I don't want to make <laughs> I imagine we'd fun of their beliefs. Get a few if it's like fifty percent. But maybe they'd actively avoid our stuff, so Yeah. Mm. Um But that's the thing, like I don't necessarily want to be like Christian bashing either, because if it's your religion and it, and it's like what you believe in, then why the hell am I to tell you otherwise? That's that, I don't know if I'm right in not believing in a God, maybe I'm wrong. But then that's the whole point of this, I guess. Can I tell you two Christian stories that I will stick with me for the rest of my life? Go for it. Right, number one is I was... Um, so my friend, uh, one of my best friends at the time... But at the time, I loved the dude. Um, his fiance was down in where I live mm-hmm. for, like the week, um, for like the week. But he was working full-time in Weatherspoons at the time. So he was like basically... Well, it, he was working and asleep. So he's like, I'm going to have like five hours to spend with her a day. And otherwise that, she's going to be so bored. Mm-hmm. Do you mind like hanging out with her? I was like, Oh no, I guess fine. Because I was like on summer holidays between, it was between the first year. Oh no. It was when I dropped out my first year of uni. Oh, okay. So like, I had like nothing to do. So mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I have nothing on. Right. Anyway. So we like spent the entire week together and like, um, we got on super well. She liked creative writing. I like creative writing. Like, she was really into, like, horror and stuff. I'm really into horror. Blah, blah, blah. Super, like, really got on. And we were getting drunk one time. Um, I think he was trying to make me have an affair with her. Because he what? cheated on her with some woman that summer. While she was down? Yeah. What? And I think he was, like, being like, I can get Ralph to have sex with her. Oh, and then it's her fault. Oh, oh, okay. Or even. Yeah, yeah. then he'll be like, well, then I don't have to feel guilty because, anyway. He was definitely like, oh, yeah, I'm busy. You guys hang out and get drunk. He's like, make sure you get drunk, though. I bought the alcohol. I bought you all these alcohols. And then they keep playing around with all all these bottles. I was like, how drunk am I meant to get tonight? (laughs) Wow. Um, That's interesting. Anywho. So which one of these were Christian? uh, She was Christian. So it's funny because, like, he... 
was always saying that he was a Catholic. Oh, but Catholic. he was very okay. much... He liked to say it to be interesting. Okay. Uh, he went to church and he did do like research and stuff, but he wasn't exactly practicing. Like he slept around, blah, blah, blah. I did all these things that Catholics did. Mm-hmm. And then like, so he got her into it, but then she got really into it to the oh, point wow. she refused to have sex before marriage. Oh, and wow. He like, and he was like, oh, shit, what have I done? <laughs> yeah, it was very much like that. He's like, but we're not getting married for like another three fucking years. Um, oh, man. Which is why he cheated on her with us in that summer. Um, oh, God. Wow. But he was like a bad Catholic then. Basically. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't a Catholic. He just liked to be interesting. Mm. And he liked to like preach about religion so he could like, yeah. Um, anyway, so we were chatting and we spent all week together. We got really close. We become good friends. And like, I was like, well, I try and live my life. I, I drink, we had pretty drunk by that point. Mm-hmm. I was like, I try and live my life how, you know, like a decent person would. I try to do unto others as I'd want to do unto me. Yeah. Or whatever. And like, but I don't believe in Christian God, but I would say I'm spiritual. So am I going to hell? She's like, yeah, obviously. Like, I was like, oh, yeah. all right. And then I was like, do your parents believe in it's like, obviously, she wasn't raised Catholic. She was like, no, they're atheists, they're, they're going to hell too. And I was like, hmm. Sounds like a great religion. <laughs> you worship a god that would send a guy you've been spending all week with, and I assume you like, because she kept hanging around me, to hell to suffer an eternity for not believing in him. Mm. And your parents, who I imagine you love... <laughs> Why are you worshipping this monster? Like, if this was a god, I don't understand it. And then my second story is... I- oh, wait, just on that, because there was a part on the um, Hail Satan documentary, which basically was the same sort of story of, of that, uh, but less familiar, I guess. But basically, it was like all these people in RE class were learning about Gandhi and, like, all the amazing things he did and, like, you know everything that he did for his people and his country and how he led them and how what an amazing person he was. And then, then like the next uh, lesson, they were like, oh yeah, but he's going to hell because he's not a Christian. And it's kind of like, Both. what? What? <laughs> what? What's the point in all this? What have we been learning about him? Like, what's the point in, in any of this if this person can do such amazing, great feats of humanity? And it doesn't matter because they're all going to hell anyway. But say I believed in God, right? Say like I was convinced that he existed or it existed, or whatever the Catholic hell version is. Yeah. Like, why on earth would you worship him? It would. I would, I would think, like, my life would be more like something out of an, an anime, where I'm, like, a shonen protagonist, like, I've got to kill God somehow, because <laughs> this guy is an absolute fucking He's a monster. Dick. <laughs> like, um, and What's your my, second story? Uh, so, so I never really, like, I hadn't, like, researched, um, after that, I, like, went on a big, like, researching religion phase. Because I was like, that's so horrible. Also, like, I was really hurt because, like, we hung out loads. And then she's just, like, I was, like, someone I really feel like I've bonded with over the last week thinks I'm going to suffer an eternity. That's so but it's almost like weird to me. She doesn't care that you're going to suffer an eternity. Yeah. But that's the thing. But then it's kind of like, well, why don't you only hang out with Christians then? But then it's kind of like... Like, to see I, the world like that, it must you must see your world as so temporary. Yeah. Because like you're hanging out with everyone, but like you can't really care about but that's what I thought, about I like, them because they're all going to hell. Or or, do, if, or is it am I just simplicity making it if so? If I simple, believed you know? in this stuff with all my heart, so say I believed in Christianity with all my heart and me and you hung out, like the idea that you'd be going to hell for an eternity would 
break my heart. Yeah, like, I could not you. spend time yeah. with you. That's the thing, because you, you'd be like, well, you're going to hell, so what's the point in me really getting to know you? But not even what's the point. It'd be like, how can I? Like, yeah. how can I... How can I spend time with this person? Get to know someone and become friends with this person when they're going to suffer. Unless the, the idea is to eventually convert me, and then I will go to heaven. I mean, she did fuck all with that. Like, she oh, okay. me after that week. Um, <laughs> although I did go to her wedding. But they, what? Okay, that that was a step up. You spent one summer with one week of one summer with her, and then you get invited to her wedding. Oh yeah, I mean, her fiance was one of my best friends. Oh, they stayed together. Yeah, yeah. After yeah. he cheated on her. Oh, I don't think she ever found out. <gasps> what? Oh my gosh, you better not listen to this podcast. I didn't say any names. No, I know, but... I've been to three people's wedding in my entire life. <laughs> oh man, I hope they haven't. They might be able to narrow this down. Only one of them's like a hardcore Christian now that I think about it. Oops. And one of them was me, so... My wedding. Yeah. Oh no, I've been to four people's weddings. Oh, okay. Oh, I wasn't on that list. <laughs> okay. Well, it's your funeral for putting um, <laughs> personal matters out I... on the podcast. Anyway, second experience. Um, we've been going on for a while, but Satanism's a heavy topic. There used to be this bar where I live, and like I'd always go into it, and I'd always get too drunk, and then like I'd, there was like a taxi, like literally just outside it, and where the taxi was, there was like the stole of Christians trying to convert people when they were like you know drunk and miserable and depressed and desperate and need someone. So I'd always go, but they'd always give you like a free lollipop. So I'd always <laughs> go get like a free lollipop while I was waiting for a taxi because it was really busy, and then we'd like chat theology. And I'd wow. be like, how can, you, how can you worship a God who does, like, everything I've just basically complained about? Mm-hmm. And they were like, well, you know, you have to almost pick and choose the bits of the Bible that you believe in. And I was like, <laughs> that's um, not fair. I like, don't think you can, actually. No, you either believe in it or you... I was like, that's, that's like me being like, I don't know what that's like me. That's like me being like, I don't know. It'd be like, I'm a, a vegan, but I eat chicken. On certain days, yeah. Yeah, because I don't like chicken. <laughs> and it's like, how can you pick and choose? Like, are you either, you're either in it or you're not. Especially when it's like one of the core tenets of the entire thing. Yeah. And like to loop all of this rambling background to Satanism, like this is what Anton LaVey was saying. He was like, Christianity is hypocritical. Mm. Its foundations are hypocritical. And like everyone who's a Christian, they should just say they're a Satanist because <laughs> Satanist is carnal and human. Mm. And like this whole thing of like, it's just you don't live your life according to Christian values anymore. The world is not set up for that. Like we have moved on as a people from where that is possible, where that kind of level of um, devotion, devotion and abstinence mm. just can't exist in society anymore. So stop doing it mm. say you're a satanist where you just do whatever the fuck you want and you'll be happier and like stop being hypocritical that's the thing i hate as a satanist i hate hypocrite hypocrisy mm. um he really didn't like christians as well no he didn't <laughs> so yeah that was my whole loop round. can i talk about the magic bit in Satanism? yeah go for it so one of the reasons I wanted to do Levain Satanism instead of the Temple of Satanism was because it believes in magic and we've done a little bit on chaos magic mm. and a little bit in general, which I find a lot of stuff does relate back to like Gnostic principles and magic and that kind of thing. Mm. So I just wanted to say how I found it really interesting how like the tenants of like it all starts to come together, like Moonchild, Satanism, Chaos Magic, Tarot stuff. Well, the tower stuff I did with the Quran. Uh, the Kabbalah. Kabbalah, not the Quran. Yeah, the Quran. 
Um, oh, let's not get into that. Yeah, no, don't want to, like, I really don't want to step on some shoes. Then that, yeah, uh, that's another religion. Yeah, we yeah. don't want to go anywhere near. <laughs> the Kabbalah. Like, it's like, oh, it, like, the more, like, you get into this kind of occult stuff, I like, yeah, slightly counterculture stuff, mm. the more you realise it, like, there is this overarching philosophy that you don't necessarily get when you're just doing chaos magic, but you're like, oh, yeah, this is interesting. But then you're like, no, there's, like, this massive culture about all mm. of this and massive set of doctrines and rules and ideas that have been going on forever and i'm so excited like i I still don't really understand any of it yeah um and i still like but i like i'm so excited to keep doing this podcast and just like getting more and more into it because there's so much to like dig out but i will say the thing that i found about like anton levey and satanism was interesting was how similar in theory it was to chaos magic Mm. in the sense where it's like hey this has been for the longest time shrouded in secrecy. And that's really stupid. Like, I really think anyone can do this. Like, Oh, here's some very basic, but it wasn't like do it yourself. Like chaos magic. It was like, you do need rituals and dogma because those things help you achieve. Um, what's the state? Like that state that everyone. Yeah. Because, and I was like, Hey, this is like, it's so cool that I've read like chaos magic. And I know that the state that people are meant to be in is where you're like not hoping for results and your mind is completely almost empty mm. and you're just channeling the universe basically. It's like, this is the, like, I don't, Satanists don't necessarily believe in Satan, but they can use the rituals of Satan to right. get into that state where they are just completely one with the universe and not trying to like influence the results. They just empty their head and by going with the ritual and becoming a part of it, they become like a channel for that. And that's great because it feels like you've already done the background research for that because you already know so much about chaos magic thanks to our chaos magic episode if i was like if i just read that without the chaos magic i'd be like that's fucking stupid but i was like oh i understand what he's trying to say Mm, mm. and i wouldn't have if i hadn't done that episode and i thought that was really cool i i like a lot of the stuff that we're covering because even if we only touch on it or if we don't do a lot of research into it i feel like it all circles back in on itself and uh, it's it's fractured. It's fractures. Everything's fractures. <laughs> it all links back on itself and it all loops around. Even links to a Frozen song where it's like... Ah, Frozen fractures all around. Yeah. <laughs> I still think that must be a Chaos Magic reference because that was, <laughs> word was so shoehorned in there. You know, the person who made it is actually... I mean, there must be a reason it got so incredibly successful. <gasps> Maybe. Oh, and the other bit about the magic thing that I was, like, really interested in was where he was like, I really hate the idea that Satanists, like, would kill people mm. to, like, get blood. Because the whole idea of trying to do magic is hate- doing a heightened emotion. And, like, the easiest way to do that is wank. And I was like, hey, that would be chaos magic. <laughs> it is. Yeah, it all That's what like. that goes on about as Wanking well. Wanking changes the universe is essentially <laughs> what I'm taking away from these mas- magical practices. That's awesome. Um, Did you want to do a mini-sode on all of the different episodes that we could potentially do in the future? Yeah, that sounds good. We can briefly touch on them and what we think they are. Um, uh, but I still have more to say about Satan. Yes, you're right. Uh, yeah. Maybe I said that too prematurely. Just one last thing. I just wanted to say what I really... It's because you keep saying one last thing. Stop saying that if it's not uh, the last thing you're going to say. <laughs> I think that's the first time I've said that. No, me. you said it. I need to tell you more things, this one last thing about Satanism. Yeah, just now. No, no. No, I said that this is my last story about Christianity. Not oh, about... okay. Well, you keep prefacing it with all these different. <laughs> Go for it, man. 
uh, but before I just keep rambling, because I feel like this has been a very me heavy. No, but I feel that you research more on the magical side of it. And I did a lot more on the political side of it, which I, I think is fine as well, because, you know, we have our own interests and windows. And I feel that your research leads you down one way and mine down another. But I feel together, we always come we always come together on these episodes and we do generally seem to sort of hit most of the key markers between us. <laughs> I hope so. And if we don't, email us. That's it. Um, strange at gmail.com. I will say, I feel like we're going to revisit all these episodes, like these first 10, probably sometime in the future. Yeah. And I like do way more deep dives on it, like we know more and stuff like that. Like, I, Yeah, I definitely want to go back and do the ones we've done previous to yeah. this episode. Because we'll have nicer sound. <laughs> and they'll actually be listenable. So I really hope like when people listen, they're not like, oh, well, that's that topic done forever. Because the more I learn about this stuff, the more I find like you learn about other aspects of it, the more you learn about something else. Yeah, definitely. Um, you get more background research. You get other topics that hit on other topics. Um, yeah, it all seems to loop background. There's a lot of, like you said, cultural understanding with all of these subjects. And I do feel that there's these clusters of different, um, what would you even call them? Teachings, philosophies, yeah. culture, you know, that they do, there's clusters of them which hit in other subjects of that particular type. So you get the law of attraction, you get manifestation, you get the uh, high vibrations, all of that sort of thing is kind of like within the same sort of world, but then you can go completely the other direction and get chaos magic and Satanism. And I feel like, but even then, there is still a link between these two worlds. And um, it's really interesting to keep doing these subjects and sort of find what those links are. Yeah, exactly. So before we end it, I just wanted, like, from the research on Satanism you did, was there anything that really put you off about it like if someone would say hey i'm a satanist to you would would your mind be like oh well i like this and this about your religion but ooh, that i know this thing about it that gives me pause i guess it's um i think we briefly touched on it before but the um getting back at your enemies thing like i a lot of these like the you know topics that we've been talking about before it's very much about letting go forgiving people not worrying about people who aren't worth your time worrying about you know and you just cut sort of if someone's wronged you it's like you know, sure, that will hurt, but you can get over it and you can mend yourself and heal yourself over time. You don't have to think about that anymore. Whereas this is kind of like, no, strike them where it hurts the most. <laughs> there was a bit in the Satanic Bible where it was like, and if you curse them and they die, you shouldn't feel guilty because they made, <laughs> they wronged you and you should. This was their decision. Yeah. They decided to do well, that, this to you. That is exactly what the words were. It was like, were they in. They decided to impinge on your freedom. So the ramifications for that, that should be death. I was like, oh, it's easy, death. <laughs> easy fucking on there, mate. Like, I love that. The, yeah, the, the, uh, the penalty for infringing on my freedom is death. That's so extreme. Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> I was just like, oh, wait, come on. Like, like I was, calm down, LeVay. <laughs> I was so badly bullied in school, but I wouldn't like go around being like, I'm going to cast it. I mean, maybe... Death I, for you. Yeah. Death for you. And he kept going on about like how if you're like, 
attacked people with curses who wronged you. In no way should you feel guilt, because why would you feel guilty? It's only a human thing. And there's this whole part about, like... <laughs> well, they deserve death, yeah. so you're just doing them a favour by only cursing them. <laughs> I think that was also in it, where it was like, well, they're obviously not living their lives right, so if they died, like, you're doing them a favour because they can't exist in this world, not being human in the way you're being human. Wow. And I was a bit like... <laughs> Oh, right. Like, this could be a serial killer's manifesto. But he wasn't, like, saying go around killing people. He was like, just curse them, and what will be, will be. Yeah, if they happen to die, then... But, I mean, they probably won't. They'll probably be slightly inconvenienced. But if they're more than that, that is also (laughs) fine. (laughs) Like... I do, I mean, I love and hate that at the same time, because I feel that I'm very much about, like... You know, you don't have to forgive everyone who wrongs you, but you can definitely learn from that experience and you can forgive them in a way that you don't forgive their actions, but you you move on from it. You, yeah. you move away. You don't hold that to yourself because why, at the end of the day, holding on to that sort of like toxic negativity is just poisoning you. It's not, it's not poisoning the other person. It's not getting back at them in any way. It's just hurting you yourself by carrying that emotion around with you. So I'm like, get rid of it and move on with your life. Done, done, done. I do have a story about this. Oh, yes. So when I was going through my whole I'm going to quit drinking phase, Mm -hmm. which obviously lasted (laughs) um, for a bit. (laughs) Hey, you actually stayed off it for a very long time. Give yourself credit. A year and four months. That's such a long time. In fairness, I will say this to the listeners and everyone else. I was only staying off it because if I didn't, I would die. But then I got all these health checks where they're like, yeah, you can drink healthily. I was like, nice. All right. Then I will. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> it wasn't like, uh, oh, I'm going to fix my life through abstinence and I'm going to become a better person. It was forced on me. I, I guess you always had a timeline with it. You were like, yeah. I am not drinking until it is safe for me to do so once again. Yes. Yeah. And then it became safe. And my liver apparently is healthier than some people's. That's crazy. Yeah, they were like, I've seen a lot of fat guys' livers and yours looks way more in shape than theirs. I was like, I gutted fat people. <laughs> I'm going to take it as a compliment. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm morbidly obese, so like, <laughs> the fact that my liver's doing well is amazing. Yahoo! Anyway, you got to take every win. Long story short, while I was trying to do the whole abstinence thing, I went to not AA, although I did go to AA, but that's a separate conversation. Mm. So, but I went to this thing um, that was meant to be more scientific based and they made you write this 2,000 page about like the trauma in your life. Wow. Uh, two, not 2,000 page, 2,000 word. Oh, I was going to say, Jesus <laughs> like, fucking Christ, you what, write like a, uh, a dissertation <laughs> I mean, on my trauma. This is my trauma book. Here you go. <laughs> Please read it all. Um, so he was reading it and like he was like, yeah, that's so shit. And like it got to a bit about how I was so badly bullied in school. And then he was like, he got to that bit and he was like, you need to forgive the people who did that. I was like, why? He's like, because, you know, you don't know what they went through. What? And Fuck I was that, like, man. Well, no, I don't know what they went through to be bullies, but I know they were pop- more popular than me. I know they weren't spending every break alone. I know they didn't have a father that beat them. I knew that they didn't get kicked out by their house. I knew, yeah, <laughs> I knew and that like, they were allowed to have showers in the morning without someone turning off the heating. Like, I mean, that's the thing. Like, you knew that they, you know, sure, you didn't know what they went through, but you went through shit and you weren't a horrible human. Exactly. Like, why did they get, like, I hate this. I hate this bullying, forgiving world where it's like, oh, it's the bully that's in pain and that's why they bully. It's like, no, it's not. It's because they're a cunt. Yeah. Like, I'm in pain. I was in terrible pain growing up. I didn't have the easiest childhood. I didn't have the worst childhood, but you know, like, I tell. I mean, it was pretty shit. Yeah. I tell people my um... childhood and they gasp and shit. Yeah. Um, 
Like, and I never bullied anyone, so why on earth should I forgive those people? And then I was like, they're reading the Satanic Bible. I was like, yeah, kill them. <laughs> that's <laughs> you all. Like, Everyone who's wronged me ever. No, I'm not going to curse them because that seems very silly. <laughs> but you could. Yeah, I mean, I haven't got that good at magic yet, but... Oh, man. Well, you're getting it. You'll get that one day, and then and then they will all have death. <laughs> I, I might not curse anyone. Despite what Satanism tells me, I might feel guilty. If I, like, if I did curse someone, and, like, who's to say if magic's real or not? But then they did die. Yeah. Like... That, you've got, that would ruin your entire. That would ruin my entire life. Like, oh my god, I've killed someone. You actually killed someone. I need whether to, it was coincidence yeah, or not. Like you never know, though. And like, yeah, like I don't care what some thing written by some guy with eyeliner says. <laughs> I would feel incredibly, incredibly guilty. So to sum up, that's what I don't like about that. And there's also this weird Anne Rand kind of like. Oh yeah, I've heard a lot about yeah, Anne Rand, um, and um, I didn't really fully understand it though. But it's essentially like, um, oh. Like liberalism and. Libertarianism. Libertarianism. Whereas like what's yours is yours and you don't need to feel guilty about other people not having stuff. But I don't think there was in it as much as I thought it would be. Because there was like, if your freedom is to be charitable to other people, then be charitable to other people. Yeah. Which isn't what I understand libertarian is. But there was also this kind of dichotomy of what's right is right and what's wrong is wrong, which is an absolutism, which is also an Ayn Rand philosophy. Right. Um, which I also disliked. So I just wanted to get that stuff in there to be like, I didn't like this. In yeah, the no, I agree. I, I totally agree with you on those points and probably the, yeah, the sort of like social Darwinism of it all. And yeah, those are the bits I don't like. But for the most part, I feel like it talks a lot of sense. Like there's a lot of good things that you can take out of, you know, that set of principles. There's also this religion. really weird 10 page bit about social vampires. and oh, about not about the wanking. <laughs> no, about um, not social vampires. Oh, what was it? Energy vampires or something like that. Oh. Where it would be like people who are really draining and miserable and you end up doing stuff for to try and make feel better. Okay. And then you come a being more miserable from being around them for a long period of time. Okay. And I was like reading about all the stuff they did. I was like, shit, am I one of those? <laughs> <laughs> they'd be like, they won't make, they'll like hinder being upset and make you ask. And then when they've asked, you're like, it's like doing them a favor by telling them about why you're so upset. I was like, oh God. Yeah, I do. No, I don't see that in you because I feel when I'm asking about you, I'm actually genuinely, you know, you're my friend. Like I, I want to know what's getting you down you know but uh, but i do understand like i've obviously been with friends with people in the past um who are very much like will act out of character until you ask and then yeah. it's like i'm so glad you asked let me tell you about my terrible life and it's kind of like uh, okay like, it's just my mum because another bit of it was like they're like they have no discernible sense of humor i was like you feel miserable after spending time with my mum has no sense of humor <laughs> oh dear <laughs> you're a vampire <laughs> like 10 pages and I was like this is so there is never referred to again so he was just clearly like in a bad relationship with someone who was like oh fucking miserable people I'm gonna gonna write all about it doesn't matter if it makes sense or not within the book or if I ever refer back to it but it's here and it's done now yeah so just like a little excerpt really I'll just put these few pages into the book here seriously had nothing to do with anything else in the book but it was just like stupid people making me miserable (laughs) I kind of like that as well, though, because I do I do believe that there are a lot of toxic people and it's, it's not even like toxicity in the way that like is, 
I guess you could say like, oh, that's toxic behavior. But it, yeah, it is more kind of like dragging you down behavior. It was almost, it was almost the 1960s version of like, oh, cut them toxic people out yeah, of your life. That's what I was literally thinking. Is like, like snip, snip, motherfuckers. <laughs> there was a bit. Also, I might be making this up. But I don't think I am. Where it's like they'll ask you inane questions until like you get really miserable. It's like, oh, yeah, my life. But they're not there anymore. They do for better for it. Not anymore. <laughs> yes, that was a tactic. I remember that one. Ugh. Yeah. Anywho, so Anywho. I think I've said everything on the Satanic Bible that I got out of it. I don't understand what Anokian keys are, and it goes into weird rambling at the end of the book. If anyone understands that bit more than us, can you please email because I would be interested in it. I think it's a magical thing that we've, that we've not got to yet. Oh, okay. That I don't really understand. Maybe it might be worth looking into that at another point. And yeah. yeah. Um, and if anyone has any idea where I can start or like where I can make head or tails of that, that would be super helpful for me. <laughs> it would help inform the research. Um, so, in summary, uh, do you think you will be continuing to research or practice Satanism? I'll continue to look into it because I think it's not, I mean, not until we come around to doing another episode on it, which I think we will, even if you're hesitant, mm-hmm. um, but probably not. And I won't practice it because I'm already fat and rubbish. I'm a well-armed human. <laughs> I, I'm not ashamed of that. So it's fine. Like, I, I really don't think like most of its values are like, yeah, live life how you want. I'm like, yep, I do sit around and rank and lot and read books. So don't really need this in my life i've already come to those conclusions on my own and i don't want to curse my enemies as much as i do hate them and still do <laughs> but I, I, don't, I, I would be upset if harm came to them yeah on my own hand i agree so from like the church of satanism i mean i i would i really would like to do a episode on the temple because the whole like church and state thing is so relevant today and i would yeah. like to research that it's very myself. political it's um, very, it gets very much uh, up and personal with religion and our ideas of religion. And, and we we've touched on it a little bit this episode. You don't need to be like scared of being political. No, like, it's if true. If you're like a Republican, just don't listen. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I feel like I hate you. They might not listen anyway. Yeah, and they shouldn't because I hate them and I don't want any <laughs> listenership from them. So be gone. <laughs> yes. Um. So yeah, but from the Satanism, I feel like I've spoken way more. Than that. That's fine. But yeah. I'll just speak no more next episode. <laughs> we need to do a mini set as well. Um, so yeah, long yeah, I I I'm already rubbish. I know I'm human, I know I'm not a god, I know I don't need to abstain from things, so thanks, Satanism, but I already worked it out when I had my third pizza. But we got there in the end. Yeah. Already there. Um yeah, same for me really. I agree with everything you said. I don't really feel like I need to continue it, but it has been a nice little foray into I always say that word wrong, but yeah into satanism into a different way of thinking which is always you know it's kind of what this whole podcast is about so um also i really want to like go down doing just different philosophies like platoism like just really like just going through real like philosophies because that'd be fun for me yeah let's do it so like i think satanism is a good chat like a good mix of magic and um occultism and like just looking at a different philosophy yeah Definitely. I think we should definitely get those in. Oh, before we go, can I tell a story that's not related to Satanism or anything, but is an update on a daily battle of mine? Yeah, sure. Is it your hair? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I knew it. 
So I was standing beside someone, um, a man in Sainsbury's today, um, trying to buy a sandwich. And I was looking at his hair and I was like, that can't be real hair. That must be a net because it was so tangled. It looked like a beehive. Oh, God. And like he was wearing grey sweatpants, which I also happen to be wearing today. I'm making a great image of myself. Um, but like he was. Were you looking into a mirror? I think I was. I was like, oh, this. And like I was literally looking at his hair. I was like, that can't. He cannot be okay with going outside in this. And then people say that to me, and I'm like, well, no, I mean, who gives a fuck what people think about me? But then I was looking at him, I was like, oh, no, you do need to have pride. (laughs) I never realised this before. But I couldn't imagine looking like that. And then I was looking at my grey sweatpants and his grey sweatpants. I was like, 20 years if I don't brush my hair, my hair's going to be like that. Oh, Oh, no. Yeah, how is my hairbrush working out for you, by the way? No, it's not. But no, I thought I found you the answer, and obviously not. So, if any listeners are concerned about my hair, I swear I'm going to start taking better care of it, <laughs> so I don't look like a 50 year old man with a beehive on my head. Yeah, I mean that's the that's the angle. That's for the dream. All of us, yeah. Well, that's it for me. Okay, should we say what we're going to do next time, or should we do that in the mini sode? No, we should do it now, but it's your choice. So, okay, um, I think you've done a little bit of it before. But I'd really like to look into lucid dreaming. Sweet. That one's good to me. Yay. But that's like a chaos magic thing. Like, I can definitely, like, loop that back into, like, occultism. Yeah, see, it all comes around. All of these things touch on each other. We really need to get guests on this podcast. Like, a friend of mine did lucid dreaming to the point where he thought he was losing his mind. Um, I have a and- similar story that I will, because I did it for a little while, and I will touch on that obviously next episode absolutely love to get his take on that yeah like maybe really, get yeah. a voice note from him because i i really would like to hear someone else who's gone through a similar ish experience it sounds like maybe he went into it deeper than i did but um hey we're back here again so we i can definitely like go to town this time and maybe go crazy if you never hear from us again that's what happens yep because we journeyed too far into the strange can we say our email and Social links. Yes. Um, you can find us on Instagram at Journey Into The Strange. And you can email us anything you want, really, on um, journeyintothestrange at gmail.com. They're, Please they're... no dick pics. No, yeah, don't, don't send us those. You're not a hot woman on Tinder. No, no, we're definitely not that. And, yeah, I feel that those are very easy to remember, those names. Like, there's no numbers. There's no pod at the end. It's just the name of the podcast or one word at gmail.com and on Instagram. So, yeah. Well, to nick one thing off of last podcast on the list, but for one day it's relevant, Hell Satan. Hell we'll Satan. We'll never do it again, but... <laughs> Hell Satan. He's out.